so good for you for real for fun for everyone you're listening to out loud orlando the homo happy hour the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind when every tuesday at 4 p.m eastern time at 91.5 fm wprk the best in basement radio you're listening to me and i am dj crazy jc john and this is episode number 74 Wow. Wow. 74. We'd be like able to get all kind of senior discounts if we were, if our show was an age. Oh, real? Yeah. Oh. And you hear him there? It is Tom the Elderberry. Hey, hey, hey. Namaste, John. Namaste. Hey. Uh, no, very much more gay. Yeah, truly. <laughs> super gay. <laughs> She's a super gay. Super gay. She's super, super gay. gay. She's super homo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How have you been doing? Good. This past week. Let's first start off with our nice little oh, clink. Yes. Oh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. A nice shot of oxygen mm. through the mask. That's through what's good mask. about oxygen is you can just get it right through a mask. Absolutely. Mask for mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's all the rage. So we have all kind of things going on this week. But first of all, we want to go ahead and talk about the two things that you took from the past week. Oh, you want to go first? Do I want to go first? Sure, I will. Okay. I have no problem going first with the two things I learned from the past week. The first is that a lot of people are on the road. Yes. it's. I noticed it last week, but I've really noticed it through this week when I've been on the road. I'm like, there's like a little bit more people than usual on the road than there should be at this time. You know, if you go between rush hour and lunch and after lunch between after lunch and rush hour at you know evening there's still a lot of people out there yeah there are everybody has their own cards what i guess that's coming to and i even on the way here today i learned that oh my gosh and I really learned it because I was I got stuck in Taft. I went down to Taft. Yeah, I went to a dispensary to get some medicine. Oh right. And I was down in Taft and a train for the first time going down that way, going down Orange Avenue, then cutting over over to OBT. For the very first time a train was coming by. And uh, it was just like it used to be at Colonial. <laughs> you remember yes. at Colonial how it would just go and turn your car off slow and then it'd come back. Backwards and then hit something on and then oh, forward. Oh, changing tracks. Yes, oh. all kind of stuff. I was like, oh my gosh! And I, I just sat there and I'm like, okay, what do I have here? We went through what I shopped for, <laughs> and reminisced about the old days. But I was surprised at how far it was backed up. It was like, oh wow, there's lots of people on the road. And the other thing it happened today, too, which is what I was so, you know, go back to today with after I got home from the dispensary, is that measurements are really 
important. Super important. Very important. I was filling up one of my medicine bottles, <laughs> if you will, a cartridge, and I filled it up too much. And whenever I put the top on, it came out the top of it. Oh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no! So I licked it all, and I was of like, oh my did. gosh. Of course you did. <laughs> so it was a lovely morning for me. <laughs> right. That was. But what I got from that is that measurements are important. And they're important also when you're making breads, especially when you're baking. Measurements are very important. Well, there's all sorts of measurements, John. Yes. There's AOL measurements. There's all kind. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's banana me- re- banana measurements. Uh, so, what what two things did you take from the past week? One of mine happened this morning as well. Uh huh. Was sometimes it's really nice to show people kindness. Oh, yes. So I went to pick up the medication for my animal. Uh-huh. And the lady in front of me had to have her euthanized. Oh. Uh, and she was a mess. Yes. So it was just having that human connection with her. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that makes somebody's day. Exactly. And sometimes, like, people going through something like that, you know, like if somebody experiences any kind of loss, whether it's human or fur baby, or even if your baby's not furry, then, you know, like a snake or a lizard, if you grow attachment to it, you grow attachment to it. Right. You know, as a pet, it becomes part it's of your family. family. Hey, yeah. look at my tarantula, you know, Clark. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Clark. <laughs> and someone else go, I don't like spiders. Yeah, but whenever they die, they're a part of the family, anything. Oh, I guess a tarantula would be a fur baby because <laughs> they're all hairy. They are hairy. <laughs> And then the other one is somebody, if you have the chance, to speak up to help others. Yes. It's sometimes really easy. And it doesn't even have to be screaming it out loud. One by one, you know, if you just see something wrong where, you know, somebody's being discriminated against or something, speak up. Yeah, don't get volatile. Just explain what, what, how it is from your point of view. And maybe enlighten them. Very important. So local. Lots of stuff. So, yes, local, we have a good amount. The first thing I want to talk about is Barbarella, oh. formerly known as Ibar, Independent Bar, but I Barbarella. Know, so sad that it's history here. Yeah, yes. It's like, the, if, if you don't know, Barbarella Orlando is moving, and that's what they put on their Facebook page. We have been playing 80s New Wave since 1984 and will continue to do so at our new spot, a short 13-minute drive from our present location. Now, Cryptic. I wonder. I know, a 13-minute drive. Cryptic. So you don't have to get on I-4 to go there, obviously. <laughs> Not necessarily. The toll lanes are opening. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'll pay. Would you pay? To go to Barbarella on International no. Drive? No. Oh, you think that's where it's probably going to be? I don't know. If you got on I-4, it would be approximately 13 minutes to get to Kirkman Road. Yep. So they said that, come out for our final weeks in downtown Orlando. We will be here until the end of February. Thanks to all of you who have supported us during our 37-year history. More details to follow. So they also house... That has been there forever. Oh, I know. They house the 80s. It's an 80s group because there was also a, a club here called Visage, Visage back in the 80s. That was out off of Lee Road in Edgewater. And um, 
they whenever the Fazaj reunions play and they have the DJ come and play from them that play all the new wave music. Yeah. But it's like that yeah, Bumperilla was it's fun. It's, it's a fun still time. Been fun. And it's still fun, yes. They've had some rocking house music. But they that's just had going Felix to do a lot to there. downtown Orlando because that's now like we were talking about before. Barbarilla's moving, Stonewall is closing, Sound Bar was forced out of its Pine Street location. Parliament House got the bum rush. Parliament House is there, but we don't know what's what's happening when we're well, waiting the Parliament to hear. House isn't there anymore. Right. No, Parliament it's, House it's, itself. It's flat. PH hasn't opened. No. There's a single garden. The single garden. No, a single garden. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was secret garden. Sorry, it's that was the mask. Secret. <laughs> it's the mask. Too many mask condoms. So uh, there's like nightlife that's kind of changing for downtown rapidly. And I tell you, somebody's gonna grab Barbarella. I think somebody's already grabbed it. Yeah, and I think you're right about that. Yeah. And so also happening locally, the April Fresh, where you can find her on social media and also at theaprilfresh.com. And you can also hear her when she's been on our past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com for our past episodes. Um, she's doing all kinds of things. Uh, Tuesday night, she's doing secrets. Then there's, um, and they're having Tora Hyman there tonight. Tora Hyman is doing well. I don't know if she placed because just recently, which was this past weekend, was the Miss Sawmill. Oh no! And Mr. Sawmill pageant. It's it's pageant time. There's so many pageants going on in the gay world. Which congratulations. Speaking of local, to Bobby Iman for winning Mr. Uh, Glamorous. He won oh. Mr. Glamorous. I can't tell you who Miss Glamorous was, but Bobby Amon got Mr. Glamorous, so good for him. And thank you to Nima for providing that, you know, because I think Nima's the owner of the pageant. Oh, yeah, I think he is. He's got a few different pageants, I think, that he does. They all do. They all do. And then, of course, you know, we want to give a shout out and say, hey, if you feel like it, go visit. If you're around the Bumpy area, stop by the dive and have district dive and have a beer or two or and any of those beverage you want. Addison um, and Taylor Addison, and Joel Taylor, and Jeff. Joel, Jeff, all kind of people that are there. And next door to that is Southern Nights, which is still doing very well. And Miss Palm. They're all. And, of course, Savoy. Savoy's doing very well. I tell you, very well. With the loss of Parliament, a lot of the other bars are stepping up their game, and how you know they've hired people from the bars. I know they have. um, JB is doing tea dance, and Uh then Captain Kirk does Sunday, uh, his mix of a blend of stuff. So they all have a lot of things. Lacey Browning has the uh, RuPaul's viewing race. uh, <laughs> the viewing race. You have to race to get there to park so you can get oh, in to watch. Oh my God. I tell you what, I've done one of those viewing parties before. And they're they fun to fun. do. They're very fun to do. Um, I did it for Camp Wanakiki when Tor Hyman won that year. Um, I've seen it the year before, the first year it was on. But that year, it was fun watching it, you know, and everything, but you don't get to hear the details. So then you go home and watch it again. And I've been to some RuPaul's Drag Race viewing parties that way, too. There, I got it right. But uh, Lacey Browning is doing the at Savoy. Um, like I said, Southern has their places. There's just House a, on Church. House on Church, right, uh, they're Wednesday through Sunday. 
and they have sunflower Sundays, which I see a lot of the posts from DJ Scott Robert. And yeah, and the Wave Awards is going on, so oh, make yes, sure get you get your votes in. So you can get your votes in. Just look uh, Google or use your favorite search engine for Watermark Wave. Wave. Yes, just like a wave. Just like that. And oh, you might want to put 2022. Yeah. We recent we've in the past have had some um, uh, April Fresh one a local radio personality for being on the show. So the show won it. Lady Berry always said. Yeah, um, Lady Berry. So also, what's that on this Saturday? Uh-huh. Um, AHF is doing the celebration of International Condom Day. Yeah, you can go to Eventbrite, and they're doing a Wild West story burlesque show from six to eight thirty. You have to register through Eventbrite so they can have it's contact tracing, basically. Right. But tickets are free. I didn't know there was an international or a national um, yeah, international condom international day. common condom condom rose condom condom day. Yeah, it's one of the wonderful things about AHF in Orlando is they do all that stuff, but they yes. do it globally. They're in all sorts of foreign countries. They do a lot of in Africa. Right. I wonder if Jose knows that. Jose the Emperor is also one of his many aliases is the condom guy because he delivers condoms for Miracle of Love. Dressed to as many, Rose. To many, really. <laughs> I would love, I would that pay would money, money, big uh, money. Yes, I'll have to tell money. him, I'll have to tell him, hey, 14 minutes into the, 15 minutes into the show, listen. Well, <laughs> Where actually, do you listen at? www.homohappyhour.com. We'll actually talk to Casper and Angus and have it come from above so he has to dress his right. Yeah. So he, yeah, no, because he delivers condoms to many places. He's actually started going to smoke shops, vape shops. That are out there everywhere on every corner, and he's been going there at, to talk to the owners to see, you know, if they want to be on the list to, you know, have condoms there. That's so funny. That is. So you know funny. what is coming up though? That is going. I cannot wait to see. Is Celebrity Big Brother's coming on? Uh, 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 the people that they picked. Yes, this season. Um, it will premiere February 2nd, so that's tomorrow. And this season is going to have a lot of fun. Hilarity has to ensue with the cast. They have assembled a lot of people that I don't think are going to mix well. Right, to have to have former NBA star Lamar Odom. Um, Didn't who was, he, wasn't he the one that... that- was found OD'd? I think so. He was the one that was with the Car- with Khloe Kardashian. I think they have a child together. No, I don't think they had kids. Oh, that's not her child. Okay. So I think she, she had a kid before him. With, okay, okay. It, it's such a, a stew. Yes, it really is. The modern family. Um, Olympias, I, Olympian ice skater Mario Tagusu. Nagasu. Uh, Nagasu. Former Miss USA Shauna Mokier. She's got a history. Yeah, she does. Designer and RuPaul's Drag Race judge Carson Cressley. Cannot wait to see him as a real person. So you person. know there's going to be some drama. I know. TV personality and daughter of singer John Millencamp. Her if name I is can Teddy. get back to Carson for a, a second. Yes. What is he going to look like when he wakes up? I know, without any makeup or filters. Raw. Because, yeah, because their cameras are just regular cameras like Everywhere. we have here. You know, it's just regular cameras turning around. That'll yeah. be six hours of him in front of the mirror. 
Yeah. Yeah, that'd be so funny how long it takes. I hope they do a time lapse. Then there's Real Housewife of Atlanta, Cynthia Bailey, which I don't follow them, but I'm sure if it's a Real Housewife, there's got to be some drama involved with her. That means she has, yes, (laughs) exactly. You know, there's some drama, no matter who it is with them. Singer and choreographer Todrick Hall. He's going to bring the fun. Him and Carson. Him and Carson, yes. Yes. NSYNC's Chris Kirkpatrick, which I'm Who like, says bye, bye, bye in the advert, and I love that. He does? He's like, bye, bye, bye. Oh, my God. You haven't seen any? I haven't the, seen the advert The yet. promos I'll are funny. look. Different Strokes actor Todd Bridges. What you talking about, Willis? Willis is going to be on there. Willis was my grandfather's name. It's also my uncle's name. I wonder if That's he's going to smuggle Emmanuel Lewis in the suitcase. Yes, right. <laughs> Spring it on everybody. He pops up after the first one's the eliminated. Two of them, right, because Arnold's not here anymore. <laughs> Saturday Night Live's Chris Kattan. That'll so we're going to see how funny he is all the time. And UFC fighter Misha Cupcake Tate. Cupcake. With I don't C. know her either. I don't know her either. But I don't either. know UFC fighters, but really. But you you, women UFC fighters, they fit the same bill. They're muscular. They're butch. They're... You know, they're like, hey, don't mess with me. I'm a woman and I will kick your bootie. Hear me roar. Hear me roar. What about it? I am woman. Hear me roar. Oh, Helen yeah. She's very much. She's very much. So, of course, Julie Chan hosts it and stuff like that. So that's going to start February 2nd tomorrow. And, of course, that's on CBS. Um <laughs> <laughs> So we've been talking lately about Amy Schneider. Oh, yes. Amy Schneider. Of course, you know, it was kind of funny. It was last week that we were talking about her and spent a lot of time talking about Amy Schneider. And and, it was that night. And all that. And it was that night that was her last night. She got one by a member of the LGBTQ community who identifies as queer. And he only won for one night when he beat her. Then it was gone. Or they, because he, I, I guess he, I don't know. He, I don't know. He is what I'll I say. I like his glasses. His yes. glasses were cute. Yes, they were. But he beat Amy. And she's also had all kind of transphobic trolls on social media, on Twitter especially, which we all know, you know, that's just part of the game on Twitter. Um, I stay off of there too. But, oh, Twitter, yeah. So what she said back to them. So she puts out this post, and she's like, I'd like to thank all the people who have taken the time during this busy holiday season to reach out and explain to me that actually I'm a man. Every single one of you is the first person ever to make that very clear point, which had never once before crossed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) And then the praying hands. I think that's hilarious. Uh, that's actually what I do whenever the f bomb. I've always done that when the f somebody's you know calling me the f bomb. I'm just like, okay, you're up to speed. Now what? Now what? <laughs> it's like, oh, come on, <laughs> you're up to speed. Woohoo! Yay for you! You caught on. You got to be. A, if you get public, you have to be able to have the clap back. Yeah, and you have to have a very thick skin. Yes, and her sarcasm—it just reeked on that post, and it's just so great. 
<laughs> I just thought she and so she ends up being like she's a millionaire anyway, so she doesn't really care what any of these people think at all. You know, she's and she's gone. She's qualified for the Jeopardy's Tournament of Champions, so she'll be back. Oh, it's like you Nelly. haven't seen the last of her yet. Did you hear what Nelly tried to get into? What he posted some really naughty words to Madonna when she like was posing. She did another Instagram thing. Yes. And he came at her and people were like, why are you coming at her? First of all, she doesn't care about your opinion. Exactly. It's obviously she's had the surgery. She's happy about it and showing it off. Uh huh. Let her be. Uh huh. It's just like, Oh Lord. Yeah. So many of them. But my favorite this week was drag race. Yes, Drag Race this week. I, you know, I have to say, I thought the episode was kind of meh. It wasn't like a big episode. Not really. But it all focused around Alyssa Hunter, who went home. Bye, bye, bye. Yes, yes, she did the Chris Kirkpatrick, and she said bye, bye, bye. Yeah, she did. <laughs> So what did you think of it? What did you think? I was trying to think of what they, they the had. The million to, J-Lo's. Yes, they have to do the nine the of a million J-Lo's on the, the. Thousands of J-Lo's. They did very well. Of course, I'm I'm very glad that somebody finally told. Um, oh, I don't. I always want to call her by her mother's name. The really pretty one, the trans, and she's trans, Colby. Um, right. They. Uh, But she, they told, whenever they finally said to her, hey, we want to see something more. It's okay to get ugly. Right. And, and I, cause it's understandable. Yeah. I want to be beautiful. That's an understandable thing. I want to be beautiful all the time, but there's a time to just get raunchy and ugly. Show versatility. Yes. Yes. Versatility. Cause if you want to win, they're going to make you do all sorts of stuff. Yep. And you got to be good at it. And you got to be good at it. You can't just present the same thing. It, you know, they always talk about one notes. And it's like, okay, you have to show that you're not a one note queen. Right. Because that's fine and dandy to be a one note queen, but that's not something to get you on drag race or get you far after drag race. No. No. Nor is having the original dress. That's why you have to look to people like Madonna, Cher, these people that reinvent themselves and reinvent their sounds and everything all through their career because you have to match up to what is currently what is popular. Right. You know, that's why it's pop culture. It's, you know, whatever's popular. You have to change to that. You know, because think about it. In the past seasons of Drag Race, who all do you really remember the most? I'll tell you who all. G- Juju B, I always remember. And she was like season two. Raven, because you see her all the time. All these ones that have made something of themselves. Raven, because she's doing Rue's makeup now. Right. Um, um, what was her who name? Who was the bendy one? That was my favorite. Oh, uh, Shay Coulee. Avi Oddly. Yes. Yeah, Shay Coulee of All Stars. Sasha Valour. Sasha. There's, you know, you have your memorable ones that they're the ones that keep coming back because, of course, the local clubs are always going to have the ones that are of the most recent season. Yeah. You it's know. a tour. But, you went, but when you go on the tour, yeah, you get to see everyone from all different seasons. Right. I mean, there's a lot that you've been because it used to be such a tight sisterhood and now it's a big. It's an empire. Yeah, now it's it's a world of wonder. Yeah, 
and I mean they have their family their family crosses nations. They have yeah. UK, Thailand, Australia, um, USA, which is the original. But this past week, did you like Angeria? Oh, I love her. I love Angeria. <laughs> Angeria. <laughs> I love her so much. She's she's my favorite, and she's really my top to win. She's the one who I think. I mean, a lot of people have said cornbread, and mm-hmm. I said I think cornbread's gonna be in the top three. But I think Angeria has it all. Angeria, Angeria, I think she has it all. And then there's my fave. Who's that? Willow. Yes. Oh, yes. Will is going to be in the top three, I'm sure, unless she takes a big tumble. Don't think she will. Either do I. I mean, she was her jokes were funnier than some of the ones that they write. Yes. And yes. she really excelled at that. Yes. She just, she's very excelled at that. She was on it. Yeah. This whole, that whole, she was on it. Yeah. 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 And she was one of the leaders for the teams, her and, um, her and Maddie Morphosis, my favorite. Who, mm, Maddie's not gonna. Maddie's not gonna make it to the end. Her butterfly is gonna be on a windshield. Yeah. Yeah. She's and not, what about Bosco? Unless she makes some vast improvement. Bosco, I like. I mean, Bosco's doing well for coming back. You know, her makeup. She can alter the face, child. And she looked beautiful this past week. Because she said, I want it in Untucked. She's like, they kept talking about this. They want to see this and that. And so I want to show them glamour. You know, she didn't do her eyebrows the way that she always does them, which I like. Axel does his, Axel Andrews locally does his eyebrows like that. I just take a Sharpie and draw. It doesn't even have to be straight. (laughs) Right. And then there's cornbread. Yes, and cornbread. I like cornbread. It's kind of, she just kind of hits the same note all the time. Yes. A little. Yes. Or is it me? No, it's the same note. And someone called that out to her this past week about don't just rely on food. Lonnie Love. Lonnie Love called it out. Child, when you're called out by Lonnie Love about food and Lonnie used to make fat jokes. Yeah. And that's what, it's great to make fat jokes and stuff, but don't just come on because that comes off as one note, you know, that you're just making fun of this. And it's Make food. fun of everything like Bianca Del Rio. Exactly. exactly. I mean, Lord, Roy has a mouth, and she's made so much money from it. Make fun of everything there is. Oh, somebody was just walking by without their mask on in the studio, and I was waving. Shock. There oh, she is. Calling her out on the she radio. Waved at me. Oh my God. <laughs> she waved at me. I was. He was happy. talking about you, girl. <laughs> she waved at me. I was happy. I waved when I was just walking by the first window, and then yeah. And Jasmine. I'm about Jasmine. to get. I'm about to reach peak saturation with her. Oh, yes. I actually, I got over her in episode, the first episode she was in. I can't remember if she was part of the first six or, or seven or the second seven. And then Georgia's. Georgia's, I really like. Mm. I like Georgia's. I think Georgia's is an American version of Valentina. But there's no comedy. There's no, right. She's, you're right. Just pretty. You gotta do a lot of stuff. Right. Like, like, um, Colby. And it's not Sasha. It's, she's of the family, of the Colby family. And I can't ever think the of The cheese her. family? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the Alexis Colby Caring. Colby, Colby. What's her name? Colby Jack. Colby. <laughs> oh, stop. 
Stop. <laughs> and Deja. Deja. <sighs> yes. Nah. Deja nah. just hasn't had her moment to shine yet. Not in a Halloween dance diva from Party City outfit. No. Right. Nah. Right. Not happening. Right. And then Lady Camden. Oh, girl. Come on. Lady Camden is good, but I don't know. What she doesn't she shine. Thinking? She doesn't shine. Maybe she relies too much on her ballet and without wearing ballet shoes. Everybody else is coming to play and she's not. Right. The clock Big Ben is ticking, girl. Yeah. Mm, hurry yeah. It up. And then there's Carrie Colby. Carrie Colby, that's her name. She's beautiful. And she had the dress. Yeah. But Oh, the, she had the but, actual dress, but that doesn't get you any more points with me. Actually, it deducts them because when you can't dance in the dress because yes. you're afraid of the dress, it doesn't work. That's right, because it was Carrie Colby and um, Alyssa Hunter that were in the bottom. It was a good lip sync. It was. It was. It was a good lip sync. It Alyssa, wasn't. It wasn't a lip sync to write home about. No, and her dancing was great. Yes, but I think she could have really went all out if she was in her own knockoff of that dress. Yes, because I mean it yes. hindered her. It really hindered her because it's like this is probably insured. Uh huh. Mm. She didn't want to move around as much as she could have, as much as Alyssa did. I borrowed this wig from Lady Bunny. Don't mess it up. It was right. Right. That would be like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh yes. You'll, Except They'll find you in a ditch somewhere in Nevada. Right. Right. So I can't mess it up. That's right. She did say that about the dress. And then there's Orion. Oh, Orion. Orion. No. Oh, no. And Maddie. I like Maddie. I just wanted to see Maddie his show dress some more off the rack. It was too off the rack. Right. His his drag needs to be upped. Well, he's only, what, five years into drag? I think so. So that's it understandable, but she's one more sharks. Right. And then there was Alyssa. Yes. Mm. I, she, I tell you what, she has some beautiful dresses. If you watch on YouTube, what you pack in... Oh my gosh, the dresses that they all have. I'm like, and they don't get to show, you know, because that's what the whole show is about. The Whatcha Packing is they're coming off and they're showing all their that's dresses behind hustle. them. And it's, and it's back to how it was before pre COVID where um, Michelle is sitting with them and they're sitting in the booth. And then on the dresses are all on these forms, like behind them, three of them. Oh, that's when you get to see really what they could have brought. Yeah, but the dresses don't make the man or woman. That's what I was going to say. They I was going to say, but the dresses, even though you see them on the mannequin, that doesn't mean it that, it, that whoever's wearing it going to have personality. Just like on TV, it's the same in person. Right. I was glad that Maddie Morphis is. They've had this this discussion in Untucked a few times. They've touched on it about being safe. There's always somebody who thinks that they should have been in the top and, you know, that they're not safe. Maddie, I was so glad she was safe this time. I was like, okay, because I didn't agree that she was in the top three. But, and it's really funny calling calling Maddie a she when it's a straight male. Isn't that a fun thing? 
But it's always been that way. You always address drag performers if, if you knew as them she. in drag as she. But if right. you knew them outside of that, you would address them as who, whatever they exactly wanted to be. Some sometimes it was always that person. Yeah, sometimes they go by their drag name all the time, um, and then sometimes they're like strict about no. When I'm in drag, I'm this. When I'm out of drag, I'm that. Right. Yeah. It makes it easier. It really does. From the drag performers that I've had interactions with and known. Yeah. You know, it's it just a whole separate part of them comes out and you just get to play. Yep. But yep. you don't always play. Right. Right. You have to have your ballad times. You have to have boundaries. <laughs> Put them boundaries in. <laughs> so, um, we've been talking about book bands we've been talking we talked about in oklahoma we talked about tennessee well now it's it's um i saw it in the new york times where they have this book band effort spread across the u.s so it's basically that challenges to books about sexual and racial identity are nothing new in american schools but the tactics and politician or politicization are and it has been politicized. We haven't really discussed that part of it. At all. That that all this is happening, it's all very politicized. In Wyoming, a county prosecutor's off considered charges against library employees for stocking books like Sex is Funny Word and This Book is Gay. Which this gay. book is gay. We've talked about, you know, so much so often. Um, and that's one of the books that all the states have in common. But yes, yeah, sex is a funny word. What? It, it's just so funny to me because it's not like the kids have mm, a search engine to seek something out. Exactly. Or Amazon to buy it for themselves and read it. Mm -hmm. The first thing I know is when you tell somebody they can't have that, they're going to go get that. And we talked about that too, how there's a backlash when that One happens. of the books that they're talking about is The Mouse. Yes. Which is a cartoon cartoon animals yeah and they censored it for being nudity when it's a female mouse yep they've even gone through um george m johnson's all boys aren't blue jonathan evison's lawn boy maya kababi's gender queen and tony morrison's the bluest eye that's ridiculous yeah it really really is um it's just censorship it's taking out part of our culture yeah and that's what that's what it talks about too is that several books are drawn fire and repeatedly in different parts of the country all boys aren't blue has been targeted in 14 in at least 14 states yeah because objections you know objections come up and it's just like but my mind wonders on. how odd is it that all of these states are doing it at the same time exactly like like there was a plan or something uh-huh uh-huh and they said that, uh, according to the advocacy group, No Left Turn in Education, maintains lists of books it says are used to spread radical and racist ideologies to students. Um, no, students go to school to learn different cultures. Exactly. They don't go to school to learn everything they see at home. And she said, including Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States and Margaret Atwood's The Handmaid's Tale. That those are those. Oh yeah, they removed. definitely don't want people reading The Handmaid's Tale right now. <laughs> definitely not. Right. Because but we are in it now. Young adult, it's a different like. 
It's different if you ask me. It's different if you're talking about um, elementary school. Absolutely. There, but you can still have books that are gay without being sexual in nature. But you when know? we get to the point that we're having sex education yes. without teaching anything about sex or education, exactly, there's a disconnect. Or, street, or, or just one way of doing it. Not it, it it's a disconnect because you're not informing them of everything. Of everything, right. Well, it's never been for that way anyway. Um, yeah, sex is a funny word. I think that book, I would be like, oh, yes, I want to read that book now. And a whole bunch of them. Um, there's one that the school voted to remove to kill a, a mockingbird. You know, it's, it's crazy I mean, that, that it's book getting is, to this point. That book is so, it's an amazing book. It's an amazing film. But right. to try to censor it now after everything from the 60s, now again you're going to try to take that book out? That um, The book that I also mentioned, All Boys Aren't Blue, George M. Johnson, he was the author, and it's a, a, memoir, a memoir about growing up black and queer. And it was stunned, he was stunned in November to learn that a school board member in Flagler County, Florida, which is where I'm from, uh, had filed a complaint with the sheriff's department against the book. It was re written for readers age 14 and older, and it includes scenes that depict oral and um, just, you know, a sexual assault and also sex. It's just, you know, it's a sex. young adult novel from a young adult point of view. Exactly. And that's about, you know, 14 and older. That's about the age that you'd be needing, you know, learning about that. That's when you're going to be getting talking. But stuff. especially in that demographic of Daytona Beach. Yeah, that book should be there. Yep. Um, in Mississippi, the mayor of Ridgeland, Mississippi, he recently withheld funding from the Madison yep. County Library System, saying he would not release the money until books with LGBTQ themes were removed, according to the library system's executive director. That's not constitutional. That's just crazy. That's authoritarianism. Just you know and. Oh, here it is, another one at the very school I they went to. They just did it in Polk County. This guy says, Jack Petos, a 17-year-old student at Flagler Palm Coast High School, where I went to and graduated from, he organized a protest against the book ban. He said that removing books about LGBTQ characters and books about racism was discriminatory and harmful to students who may already feel that they are in the minority and that their experiences are rarely represented in literature. Well, and he's cute too, but it's cute. It's just Wearing funny because it's not like, I think it's just actually giving more credence yeah. for people to go find the book. Yeah, and for that to happen in a high school, see in high school, I don't think books like that should be banned. At all. You know, that's just crazy. So, but hopefully, you know, it just continues like we said that there's that backlash of books being banned, mm -hmm. you know, then it turns around and ends up being books that are... Um, well, it's not just books. They're, they're, they're banning books. They're passing laws to not educate anybody about anything other than what it is to be a cis male or female. Right. And I just think that's very harmful. Yes. But you know what's helpful? What? The Olympic Gays. Oh, yes. Bum, Tell us about the Olympic bum, Gays this bum, year. Bum. The Olympic Gays are coming. It starts on Wednesday. 
uh-huh. is the opening ceremonies. And when that happens, there will be at least 34 out Olympians representing 13 nations and populations across the GLBTQ spectrum. Yay. I wonder how China's going to like that. That's almost more than there was in Summer Olympics. No, this is the most for the Winter Olympics. There was 187 in the summer. Oh. But there's British figure skater Lewis Gibson, and he's just... (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. And then there's the first for a non-binary athlete. Oh, really? It's a Timothy Leduc from Cedar Rapids, Michigan, will become the first out non-binary Olympian in the Winter Games history. He's selected along with his teammate skating partner, Ashley Kane Gribble, after they won the championship victory earlier this year. Oh. And he's adorable. He, he wears makeup like Adam Lambert. Uh-huh. So it's very flamboyant on the ice. And there's LBCG coaches, and there's one from South Africa that is just absolutely amazing. South Africa? Exactly. Nice. I know. Nice. 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 And the other thing uh-huh. that's amazing. Uh huh. Birds do it, bees do it, educated fleas do it. Uh uh-huh. same sex penguins are raising an egg in New York. Well, all right. Yes. A pair of humble penguins. Named Elmer and Lima. I love the names they give them. I know. They gave them an egg, and they've done great with it. They were actually more <laughs> successful raising the egg uh-huh. than some of the same... The females? The male-female penguins. Uh, that is so cool. Some penguin pairs aren't get good at incubating the eggs, but Elmer and Lima were exemplary in every aspect of egg care. Aw. Aw. So they passed the dummy test where they had the fake egg, and uh-huh. then they had a hatch chick. And so now they're parents. Oh, wow. They're going to let them raise the little chicky. Since they have that motherly instinct. Or fatherly. Exactly. I don't know. And then the other thing this week that gave me hope is the FDA is now do or actually Moderna is doing tests on a HIV Vaccine a la COVID. Oh, really? Cool. And Moderna got the full clearance yesterday. Oh, yay. So now we have two in the pool. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. To look for what? A vaccine or? A vaccine for HIV. Uh Uh-huh. They're enrolling enrolling studies now. I think you could find one in Orlando there. Uh Uh-huh. But that's going to be amazing. Oh, there was an accident when I drove by there today. <laughs> There's always an accident there. I was going there about two months ago, uh-huh. and I was on the left-hand turn going south. Is it south? Yeah, south into it. And this guy coming out of it went right into a bicyclist. Oh, He hit him first and knocked him off the bike, and then he accelerated to crunch over the bike and push the kid. And I'm like, oh, my. He's going to go into the oncoming traffic. <laughs> oh, so there's gosh, that wouldn't surprise me, there. though. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. People that pull it out from there on mills. Uh, yeah. So so there is a meme. I love memes. Me too. There is a meme. Actually, before we get into this meme, let's do something else. 
Okay. Because I do want to make sure that this is not talked about before we get over with. Oh, are we going to have a moment? Yes, we are having a moment of... Your Gay History. 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 So, this week in Your Gay so. History, we're going to talk about the 1980s show's Golden Girls. Oh, right. And that in 1986, I don't can't don't know which episode it was, but they had they had um, a lesbian joke. They had an enduring lesbian joke, as all their jokes were very enduring there. But it was an episode where Rose's uh, Rose Dorothy's friend Jean comes in, and she comes to visit, and Jean ends up being a lesbian, and she and Rose or Dorothy didn't tell anybody. She didn't want them, you know, that wasn't something that she was talking to them about. It was series two, episode five. Yes, it's titled "Isn't It Romantic." Is it a romantic? Yes. And so whenever Dorothy did finally tell them, one of the perks of that, sh- of, you know, the most memorable moments and lines of that show was was, Dor- was Blanche. Whenever Blanche was told, Jane's a lesbian. Oh, well, I know many of them. It's just talking about thespians and then, or Lebanese. And then turned around and says, um, what was it she said? Of course what? not. I mean, I've never known one personally. Isn't Danny Thomas one? Yeah, isn't Danny Thomas one? And then she also says, you told Rose before you told me. Or she likes Rose. She likes Rose. <laughs> How can she pick Rose over me? <laughs> this episode won an Emmy Award, though, for Outstanding Directing. Yes. They were, yes, that episode is so funny. There is a goof in it, though, if you're a close watcher. What's that? When Sophia is eating the popcorn, uh-huh. the bag switches from being open at the top to being open at the bottom. Oh. Okay. Watch well, that I, next time. Look yes, I will. I have all, I have the entire DVD set, as a proper gay should. As a proper gay <laughs> that, The and one that I don't have is Golden Palace. I need to get that. They're just that releasing that on the streaming. Yes. I'm yes. sure that'll come out. Uh, yeah. 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 Because we still, because we're old people, we still have DVDs. But anyway, this meme, it's so funny. It's a gay rat wedding meme. And people are like, what in the world is going on? I mean, it went viral. So basically, it was a meme from the PBS kids show, Arthur. You know, they're rats. Oh, yeah, the one that just got canceled. Yes, exactly. Poor thing. It was, and um, basically, hold on. It was the season 22 premiere of Arthur in 2019. It was entitled Mr. Ratburn and Special Someone. They saw the episode end with the grade school teacher, Mr. Ratburn, being openly shown as gay and marrying his partner. However, Alabama Public TV, they didn't air the episode because of the trust parents have in its station. That's what their network program manager said to ABC News. So, so silly. Exactly. And someone put the meme up there, and it was the two guys being married. It said, Alabama Public Television refused to show Arthur's gay rat wedding. It's the most <laughs> 2019 thing I've heard in a while. Oh, <laughs> Lord. The gay rat wedding. Uh-huh. 
So a recent situation has gained a lot of attention because a woman planned to wear a dress based on the gay rat wedding meme to a to her gay LGBT wedding celebration. And her partner then revealed his discomfort regarding her outfit plans. And he went on Reddit to try to get opinions. Oh, that's a great place to go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Lord. So, somebody, so the partner began to explain that his girlfriend, Nat, has a very particular sense of style, very much like Harpo Finker from Wizards of, Wever- Wes- Wizards of Waverly Place, which is a Disney um, show. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is just too funny. So then it, so it started... Um, a debate online because the subreddit it was called AITA which is am I the a-hole and it's an online community where you should post situations that they were part of to receive judgment and so then they have all these different acronyms oh, that are no. so funny so they're to like what guy tells his girls is basically the the debate is what guy tells his girl how to dress the controlling ones Exactly. But it's men or women. They are, they, you can find that in any lot. I had a friend that um, recently he started dating someone, and they asked him, the person that he was dating, asked him if he would stop uh, posting pictures in his underwear on Instagram. I'm like, no, you have a jealousy issue. First of all, that's a red flag of a jealousy issue. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I was doing this before you met me. I was doing this while you met me. So I'll do it until I don't want to do it anymore. You don't get into a relationship to change anybody. You get in because you love that person. Yeah. That's my opinion. Exactly. But I'm on my 18th wife, so I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But we're so old. So So what else do you have to talk about over there? New music alert. What's that? For those that saw the HBO series uh, It's a Sin... Uh-huh, yeah. The, the lead singer, Ali, Ali, Ali Alexander, uh-huh. his his band name is called Years and Years. Years and Years? Yep. And so his new album is called Night Call. Oh. And it's all about being trapped in your house and getting a booty call and that <laughs> euphoric rush of, like, going to meet him at the club for closing. Right. So each song is just a further exploration into that. Right. Sounds like the Pet Shop Boys, but yeah. it also sounds like dance music. It's right cool. on time. Really good. That is really cool. And then there's another album by a girl named Mo. Mo? M-O. Yes, ma'am. She's from Sweden, and it's really good. That's are my things, though. And she's put music out, too? She did. Mo. I'll have to look that up. Mo. It's M-O. M-O with the, the line through it. Oh, okay. She's a Danish singer. So she broke out in 2018, and now she's been doing stuff for, like, Justin Bieber and Major, Major Lazer and DJ Snake. Mm-hmm. So that just hits. So it's another bounce. So we're all in our homes are doing stuff. So this is something to perk you up. I have to say, I love something I've noticed is um, one of the soap operas that I watch, Days of Our Lives. Yes. They they first introduced, oh my gosh, it's been almost 10 years ago now. They first introduced um, Will Horton as being gay. They had his whole coming out story. It was great. Will Wheaton? No, Will No, Horton. Will Horton. <laughs> I saw that an was article. That was Wistar. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so um, then they moved on from that, and they've always been him and Sonny, his husband. They've been married. They have kids and stuff like that, and they're going that route. Well, they're off, they're off the, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they're not saying single. They're not clubbing it. They're not doing no, it. I got gotcha. They're going the kids. I got gotcha. so they um So they're off the show now. But Will's sister, she is Allie. She has had bisexual tendencies. Matter of fact, she's, she's had, she's boom slap clapped it with a girl <laughs> and uh, her best friend. They both have this thing for each other. But they haven't come out as bisexual. But now this old older couple named Craig and Nancy, they've returned to Salem out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And they've been married all these years. And nobody's known it? And no, she showed the wife um, the wife, Nancy, she's like sitting there saying, oh my gosh, he's having an affair. I know it. And he kept saying, no, I don't. I love you and all this stuff. Well, their daughter, Chloe, ended up overhearing him on the phone saying, okay, well, I miss you, baby. And so she's like, you are having an affair. And they keep talking about this woman and all that. Oh, the, who's the tramp? Who's the woman? All this. Stuff. It's not a woman. It's a man. Of I'm course like, it is. I'm like, yes. And so he today he finally came out and he came out to his ex or his wife his soon to be ex-wife Nancy and he's like no because she keeps talking about well what about that woman I just want to see that trollop and I'm just like sitting there going oh my gosh tell her tell her and he's like well that would be true if it was a woman but it's a man and she's like what oh lord and he said no he said we she goes we've had you know we're beautiful we had this nice family and he's like well when we were growing up I mean, I had made, I had fun with boys and stuff like that a lot. He goes, but then when I met you, I thought I could put all that aside. And so I've kept that all aside, but I met this guy and he's brought it out and I just can't hide who I am. I love it. I love soap operas. Oh, Lord. My friend Kathy gets into him and I have to go over there and pull her out every once in a while. She's like, no, this is important. I'm like, no, it's not. No, on on good days when they get boring, I just turn it over oh. to something else. Cause you have your boring filler days, but you have your days where stuff just all comes out today. I mean, but Tuesdays that, and Fridays. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesdays and Fridays. Fridays used to be the day for cliffhangers, but they really aren't anymore. Now it's RuPaul's. Now, right, right. That's the cliffhanger. That's the cliffhanger. RuPaul, is it going to be on or not? So, are you over the chocolate bar thing already? The chocolate. Oh, I've been over the chocolate bar. Yeah. All it is is for Ru to, RuPaul to push for chocolate. <laughs> I know, but the everlasting gifts and memes with each one of these queens saying, it's chocolate. It's just chocolate. It's just chocolate. <laughs> It's wah, wah. I know, it, but it was. So I've crazy. already seen the the giffies popping up. But in order to push that, I know she makes them lose the <laughs> lip sync, thinking they're gonna go home, and then really just twiddles a little bit of hope right over there. What is one, that? Two one in fourteen. There's no. two redemption. One one golden ticket. There's one golden one golden bar. Okay, Wonka Roo. That's why they're saying. That's why they're saying it's just chocolate. Exactly. Wonka Roo. Willie Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Paul. That's what I call her. Okay, I call her Andre. Well, oh my gosh, guess what? It's 
It is that time again. This has what? been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the uh, Homo Happy Hour. What? Remember, we are one human family, so fight the good fight. fight. Always swing first. Swing. We are somewhat dysfunctional, but yep. we're still a family, so we take all that. Remember, let justice roll. Life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Seriously. I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John. Elderberry. I love you. I love you. And we will... See you next Tuesday. Go. Uh, 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 get it? Uh-huh. Here we go. Uh-huh. Turn it around. Celebrity Big Brother tomorrow. Oh, can't wait. Fan clocking. We've got representation. Double fold. Cat fight. And also, Golden Girls. A part of your gay history. Eh, 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 eh.